Welcome to episode 454, I believe, of Salcedo Paranormal. And tonight I'm reviewing the complete books of Charles Fort. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L. S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Also, this is episode 453, not 454. Sorry about that. Um, always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments, suggestions, or topic suggestions, or comments or questions. I'm all out of order tonight. Or if you have stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're yours or from others that you trust, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live podcast recording streams on Discord, or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds, or on the Trouble Minds radio network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night, seven nights a week as of now, at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before... Trouble Minds Radio comes on. Uh, I, I always want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, and Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station uh, for you all to hear. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the shows with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. And I have a, um, a uh, Patreon page, which will be putting out a new episode of the show, exclusively on Patreon, once a month, uh, starting tomorrow, actually. Um, is it tomorrow? I think it might be tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. I'm all out of order here. Uh, yes, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night. And again, that's one extra episode a month that you'll be able to get if you sign up on Patreon to any of the um, membership tiers there. There's four tiers, uh, $1, $1, $5, $10, and $20. Um, more benefits hopefully to come as the show grows, but uh, for now, the important thing is um, just giving you all another option to help support the show, and uh, and then we'll see what we can do later on once we get more and more listeners. Um, also, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal and or Venmo. And uh, support for the show is never expected, but always appreciated, as there are expenses uh, for doing this show, um, such as equipment and research materials, and then also travel expenses. I will be attending the Mid-Michigan Paracon this November 4th and 5th, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and that is at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in um, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And uh, I'll be doing recordings that I will then share uh, once I get back home. Basically of myself and my own thoughts of the event and uh, sort of trying to summarize what, what uh, I hear and... and uh, talk about with others, and then also, hopefully, um, recordings from other people that maybe have experiences they want to talk about. So we'll see what happens once I get there. 
Um, I think that covers everything. Sorry for the out of order the, uh, introduction there, but uh, made it through. And uh, so, yeah, this is the second part in a series of who knows how many shows uh, on the complete books of Charles Fort. And we started this uh, a couple weeks ago now, I believe. And uh, right now, I'm still working through the Book of the Damned. Now, the uh, the title for that comes from basically reports and or evidence of uh, basically anomalies. And the the word damned refers to the status of all these events and, and this information uh, in the minds of, according to Charles Fort, um, the the major scientists at the time, so, um, so yeah, it's really a neat uh, title. I also recommend checking out the book, the books, um, just if you're interested in reading something from a different time that still talks about uh, just the unusual, the the paranormal, the possibly supernatural. Who knows? Just anomalous occurrences. It really is a neat uh, series of books. So. And this is just a summary. Uh, I've um, been using different uh, AI tools to help summarize the different chapters in each in the book so far, um, and uh, turn those little those chapters into just brief summaries that I can read on the show. So, and that's uh, what I will continue to do today. So let me get to the file here. We went through the first three chapters of that book, the Book of the Damned, uh, last time. And now we're on chapter four. And again, this is these are just summaries, so this isn't uh, quoting from anything directly, except for just uh, again AI. And then I'll be changing things here and there as needed. Uh, so the um, this next section talks about uh, gelatinous substances that are uh, have been described in this chapter here. Charles Fort recounts numerous reports of gelatinous or viscous substances falling from the sky, including instances in France, Lithuania, Asia Minor, England, Germany, and India. And he suggests they could be meteorites, uh, different kinds of algae, uh, frog spawn or something unknown. Uh, many many conventional scientists at the time dismissed or ignored these reports, claiming that the gelatinous substances were already on the ground uh, and were carried by whirlwinds, and or were just complete hoaxes. And Fort argues against these explanations again. This is what he means when he says, uh, when he's talking about the damned, as in the damned evidence or the damned reports, and just basically means meaning the discarded or just the dismissed. <clears throat> so, uh, some of the reported characteristics of the gelatinous falls, and they use falls to just describe the events that happen. Uh, sorry, I lost my spot because of the mouse moved. Um, Let's see here. So gelatinous falls. I'm gonna find uh, where I left off. All right, there we go. Uh, these gelatinous uh, falls, uh, having been odor odorless, 
until burned, and then having a sweet odor, uh, swelling when in contact with water, uh, and or containing eggs or larvae, and falling in localized area areas. And that is one thing that is odd about a lot of these reports is these are things that happen in, in relatively small areas, in, in contained areas. So uh, Fort, sees re- Fort sees the repeated instances. Uh, let me see here. I'm sorry. Fort sees the repeated insistence by science that such phenomena have mundane explanations as an example of closed-mindedness and and uh, overzealous skepticism by the scientific establishment. And I'm going to skip over. He mentions that uh, he sees it also as selectively ignoring data that does not fit accepted theories and trying to force anomalous observations into conventional explanations at all costs. So, again, there's just all these reports of just um, various substances of a gelatinous nature, again, raining down from the sky. Um, He uses this to argue for openness to unconventional possibilities, and uh, and let's see here. I think the rest is just his usual um, problem that he has with mainstream science at the time. Even he highlights the tendency to dismiss, other than or rather than genuinely investigate unexplained phenomena. So that's chapter four. Um, so yeah, the, the, all these different things are odd. The way they. The, th- the thing that's amazing to me, even besides all the objects that fall, is that they seem to fall on relatively small patches of land in, a, in ways that maybe regular weather would not normally normally do. Um, so, or n- normal weather would not normally act. So, but uh, let me see here. Okay. So, yeah, that's the fourth chapter. Let me get on to the fifth one here. The summary of the fifth chapter of the Book of the Damned. And, uh... So, Fort discusses various mysterious substances that have have supposedly uh, fallen from the sky over history, including a black rain in Ireland in 1849, a coal-black leafy mass as in leaves, in Ireland in 1686, a fibrous meteor meteor paper in somewhere I don't know the name of, Silesia, Silesia, S-I-L-E-S-I-A, in 1839, among others. Uh, There is debate over how to explain or identify these substances. Are they of terrestrial or extraterrestrial origin? Uh, Fort critiques the tendency of scientists to quickly assimilate unusual substances with known materials rather than consider more exotic possibilities. Um, There have also been falls of grain-like or cereal substances 
in India, France, and other places. And the origins of such materials falling from the sky are puzzling, obviously. Uh, for argues for a uh, different perspective, not uh, definitively choosing terrestrial or extraterrestrial explanations, but considering a middle ground where the boundaries are blurred. So that's an interesting idea right there, this idea of, I don't know how you would even explain that, but basically, I'm guessing it means just somewhere beyond the surface of Earth, where we're at right now, but also not necessarily all the way out in space, I'm guessing. Uh, there's a hint of openness to extraordinary possibilities beyond conventional scientific thinking. Uh, let's see here. Okay, overall... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, overall, uh, Fort compiles curious reports of anomalous skyfalls uh, potentially challenging mainstream scientific explanations and advocates for a, a more open-minded approach uh, or conceptual framework in considering them. And uh, let's see here. So let's see. Let me scroll down more. All right. So that's basically the end of it. It does point out here in the summary that um, there is a lot of uh, sort of a sense of humor in the way that Fort writes, which do which does not really make it into the um, the summary here, obviously, because it's written by AI. But um, but yeah. So it, and if you read the book, it, it really is there throughout the book and throughout his, all of his writing, really. Um, so, but anyway, let me get on to the next chapter here. And once I find my spot again, there we go. Um, so in the next chapter, chapter six, uh, chapter six discusses, um, uh, let me see, various strange substances that have allegedly fallen from the sky, like coal, ashes, resin, uh, limestone, and others. Fort is interested in these anomalies that don't fit mainstream scientific views. He sees them as evidence that uh, that mainstream science tries to exclude and deny anything that doesn't fit the established paradigms. Uh, let me see here. I'll skip that because it's more of the rest of that same thing. Uh, Fort thinks there's a uh, dogmatic, that's going into more and more of that. Um, so let's see here. Fort provides many examples of uh, materials like coal or uh, other similar materials having fallen from the sky, which scientists try to dismiss as already pre present on the ground. And uh, let's see here. Overall, Fort argues uh, against, again, closed-mindedness of mainstream science. There's a lot of that in this book. It really does that over and over and over, over again, which is maybe one of the 
few things I don't like about it because it's sort of one of those things where I think if you're really reading it, you kind of understand. And it doesn't need to be sort of hammered home so much, but I also understand what he means because that is one thing I have a problem with, with, with in, in a lot of ways, which is this sort of um, unwillingness of different people around the uh, in some cases to even consider that the paranormal could exist or that odd things could happen at all. Um, so this uh, section mentions again various reports of these um, these odd objects that fell from the sky, uh, especially those that are part of that seem to be that come from earth as far as coal, like I said, and then limestone and other uh, similar materials that are found on Earth, but still seem to come from the sky in unusual ways. So, um, going on to Chapter 7. This is about uh, animals mysteriously falling from the sky, which is another thing that is really hard to explain. Uh, these animals are include frogs, fish, and insects. Uh, Charles Fort um, doesn't believe the regular or the the usual explanation of whirlwinds causing these creatures or picking up these creatures and then dropping them. Um, in part because in so many of these cases, it's one type of creature at a time. <clears throat> it's not multiple. It's just the one. It's just frogs or it's just fish. Um, it's just one type of creature at one time, which if anything was picked up in an area, and I've heard this mentioned on other shows too, if things were picked up in an area, you would expect a lot of different things to be picked up, not just one type of creature. In other words, <clears throat> it'd be frogs and fish and debris, and whatever else that would be picked up, and then that would rain down on another area. So, um, that is, uh, and I think that's a good point, because it does, doesn't make sense for it to just be one thing, and, and especially back then when there's no, let's say there's no, um, maybe, like, places that have just giant vats or pools or lakes full of just one creature. Um, so it, it really doesn't make sense in, in a lot of ways there. So I do agree with him on that. So moving on here, sorry about that. My voice tonight is just all uh, out, of, out of order. But getting back to the document here um let's see here lost my spot okay so um now charles fort suggests that there is another place um that there is this um there's a place that uh exists somewhere uh, above the surface of the earth and again this i think is what he was talking about earlier that is above the surface of the Earth, but not necessarily completely out of the Earth's atmosphere, where all these different skyfalls are coming from. 
Now, in a way, obviously, with current technology, it seems pretty obvious that that's not the case. But at the time, back in the beginning of the 20th century, that maybe wasn't so obvious. We didn't have the technology we have now. But um, but regardless of where it's coming from, it does seem like it is all these events that still happen in some cases to this day. I've heard shows before, other different shows that cover this book and this topic, where they've gotten responses from listeners who said, I had this happen to me. I had this one day where basically I was driving and it started just raining frogs. So this is stuff that, that has continued to happen up until modern times. Um, so he sees this location as a source region for terrestrial life, not just a place where whirlwinds could pick things up. Uh, he suggests life on Earth may have originated from immigration or bombardment from this other place. Um, so Fort gives many examples of such falls of animals from the sky, including some reported uh, falls of only larvae or young animals, not adult forms, which is another good point. Fort argues that this challenges the whirlwind explanation. Uh, Fort uses these phenomena to, um, again, criticize mainstream science. So, uh, I think um, that's where I'll end it. There's two more sections I have set aside here, but there's um, probably not enough time to get through it. Uh, well, maybe I can try to get through one more here. So, um, so that was Chapter 7. This is the summary of excuse me, Chapter 8. So, Fort discusses various accounts of strange objects, objects like thunderstones, as they're called in the book, which are strange uh, wedge-shaped worked stones, as in maybe stones that have been worked on, that have been shaped, um, cannonball-shaped stones, bricks, and even discs. Uh, supposedly falling from the sky, often during storms. Uh, Fort collects these accounts from scientific journals, newspapers, and other sources. And uh, let's see here. So, of course, mainstream science claims that all these objects were already on the ground, but these things repeat, uh, happen repeatedly, and he argues against just the the automatic assumption that these things could have come from um from just the ground so again how do you how does a whirlwind lift all these things up and then hold them in the air for who knows how long before dropping them again so um but yeah that's going to do it for today uh thank you all for bearing with me through that uh messy introduction and then my uh voice being weird um and i will talk to you all on the next episode of salcedo paranormal take care